0: To Sideways with Sarah Russo. I'm here with Scout Sobel, and we're going to be talking a lot of girl talk today. She runs her own PR agency, and not only that, you've worked with like Kat Sadler, I read, and Rebecca Minkoff. You have some big names behind you. How did you get into this?
1: Yeah, so. I started it in February 2019, and I was working for my mom at the time because I was kind of like in a career change, figuring it all out. She has an incredible startup, and I was also running the podcast, which I still run today with my sister called OK Sit, and (laughs) I I fell in love with the podcast space, and I was really looking for a way to become my own boss because I had kind of been... In entrepreneurial pursuits since the age of 22, and um, I just kind of thought to myself, like, "Oh, what if I helped people get guests on their podcasts? What if I got them as guests on podcasts? What if I did some PR?" And without thinking it through, because when I have an idea, I don't think I just act like a crazy person. Which is Um, good. I had a media kit made up and I sent out a thousand emails to podcasters and I started representing just podcasters. And then once I realized that my services could really be applied to all women, uh, female entrepreneurs, female solopreneurs, authors, you name it, I opened the floods to just representing women in general. And um, I kind of garnered up a list, a client list of 10, about four months in. Mm-hmm. Saw Kat Sadler at a coffee shop. No sent way. Is that how you sent a- her? Yeah, I sent her. I saw her and I was like, I think that's Kat Sadler. And um, <laughs> I sent her a creepy email saying, Saw you at and the name of the coffee shop. And then I was like, By the way, can I represent you and get you as a guest on podcast? So yeah. um, I've always been a little fearless in asking if I can work with people. So yeah, that's a little bit about how it started I quit my day job like three months into it and here we are with two team members two employees two interns and doing it all
0: that's amazing and you know what I always find that when you just kind of jump in and you don't think about it things kind of just go and work you know what I mean
1: yeah well when you think about it you you enter like you you allow space for fear and doubt and then you talk yourself out of it don't think, just do it, you'll figure it out later.
0: It's true, because I had been thinking about doing a podcast and then COVID hit and I had a show prior to this called uh, One on One with Dr. Sarah. It's on Dirty Water Media and I was in and out of Nashville interviewing top artists like Michael Ray, Low Cash, everybody. And then I said, boom, nothing. So I was like, what could I do to continue this? So I started doing this with Manny Del Carmen and then um, all the girl chats on the sidelines with Sarah. So. That's where we are today because
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: girl talk. So that's how yeah. that I mean, but finally I was just like kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it and I was like, "You know what? Just do it." And I get to meet so many incredible people like you, like I would never have met you if I wasn't doing this.
1: Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you put yourself out there. The people you meet, the connections you make. I mean, I didn't think that I would have Rebecca Minkoff as my client and get her as a guest <laughs> on podcast like I don't live in Hollywood. I don't have connections to these people, but it's once you get the ball rolling, you know, you just meet people.
0: Oh, that is amazing! What is it like to work with Kat Sadler? I always watched her on E and loved it.
1: Oh, she's lovely. She has a great team behind her, and she's uh-huh. just a really great person. So it was super easy and and a really big joy.
0: Uh oh, hold on a second. Got to love, got to love when things go awry on Zoom, right?
1: Yeah, story of twenty twenty. I don't
0: know. I would never have thought like, I remember when we first started doing this on the Zoom, I'm like, one day we forgot to hit record. We had to call this actress back up and be like, I'm really sorry, can we do this again? It was yeah. um, Robin Lee, she wrote the, um, the Idea of You. It's a really good book. And, and, and we had to do the whole thing over. <laughs> and then you get dogs. Is that your dog?
1: Sorry, my dogs don't get along. So one of them probably came within six inches of the other.
0: I have say, I have two Chihuahuas, but I'm not home right now. So it's very quiet. Sometimes Maverick makes an appearance snoring.
1: And people Aww. are like,
0: like, one lady goes in the middle of She's like, can I just ask you a question? What is that noise? I'm like, oh my God, it's Maverick. He snores so loud.
1: That's <laughs> so cute. Yeah, the dogs are just a part of all of Zoom. And they always act up once Zoom starts, I feel like. They sleep the rest of the day, but once <laughs> Zoom is open, they get all crazy. <laughs>
0: they're like, ooh, we want to be on this too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: So you also developed a program, Scout's Program. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Um, The Scout U-Tour is essentially for solopreneurs. So women who have their own personal brand, maybe they're a coach, they have a book, they're an expert, they're a dietitian, a dating coach, whatever it might be. And essentially, we give them like a publicity tour where we get them as guests on podcasts. We get them quoted in newsletters, on digital media sites. Um, We schedule some IG lives. It's just basically for the woman who has her own platform but wants to expose herself to as many new audiences as possible. And so we kind of realized, you know, PR companies have really big retainers. Um, for, and you know, they're like a, they're a big team, you know, you get like 10 people on your thing and it's, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. And I saw that there was kind of a rise of the personal brand, especially on Instagram and that they also needed help getting themselves out there. So I developed the Scout U tour to do just that.
0: Oh, that is so cool. I think I need to be on that tour. We'll have to talk (laughs) after the podcast.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: So tell me a little bit more about your podcast that you do with your sister. Do you guys ever fight? Because if me and my sister did that, I think we would fight.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so OK Sis, we started uh, over two years ago, and I am three years older than my sister, but we had never done anything. We never done a creative project together or anything like that, but we really just started it because... We wanted to get closer to one another and we wanted to interview amazing women and it turned into something pretty awesome and big and we have an amazing community of women that follow us um we always say that it's kind of a pro for us to be sisters working together because we cut through the fat real quick we don't tiptoe around if one of us is upset or doesn't like something we're just we say it super bluntly which I think propels us forward faster, but I did make her cry the other day because I was a little bit too blunt, but we're sisters. And so when that stuff happens, there's no, like, are we going to be okay? Are we going to recover? Is this the end of the project? It's right. like, sorry, love you. On. You're gone.
0: Yep. That's just how it has to be.
1: You know, yeah. I got two yeah.
0: sisters.
1: They're younger. Aw. Making and me I'm- <laughs> I don't know if I could handle another to be honest Mads is enough for me she's enough for me but we have a good time we 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 have our banter on the podcast which I think uh-huh. is why people come because we are so like we talk as if it's just the two of us in a room alone so
0: yeah. what do you guys talk about like what subjects like what's going on and
1: in this yeah. time yeah we probably- do a lot of stuff we do a lot of mental health um because mm-hmm. I have bipolar disorder so we talk a lot about <laughs> mental health, self-care, self-love, lifestyle, culture, books. And then we interview different female founders from brands that we use and admire. That's really cool. What inspired
0: you to get into the female focus and, you know, like we all need bigger voices. So what was it that clicked in your head to help every woman out there?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I just kind of in all the iterations of my career, I've really only worked with women, just kind of coincidentally. And I became really passionate about women in the workplace, women in their careers, women building their passions um, at a pretty young age. And so it kind of just made sense. It was a really natural thing to me. And to be quite honest, I don't really like working with men. I find it to be a totally different energetic experience. Um, I like, I just like the familiarity and the comfort level that comes with working with women. And I think that in my line of work, you know, I'm helping these women tell their stories. I'm helping them, I'm giving them a platform and a place to use, utilize their voice. And so there's something a little bit extra special about lifting up women that I just, I find fuels me during the day. Well, I
0: I think that's great. And like, you know, like people like me, you know, I'm out there, but you know, sometimes you just need that one person that finds your voice and and likes what you're doing and, you know, helps project that or just running into somebody at a coffee shop, you know what I mean? cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you never know, you never know where you're gonna find your next person that you work with.
0: No, you never do. Um, So how has life been treating you in the COVID era? Um, We'd like to talk a lot about like dating and how that's interesting these days, I would say. I I was saying on the last show I did Hinge and oh my God, it was like awful.
1: Okay, so I have a weird experience in that I have been with my husband since I was 21. And so the dating apps came out after we got together. So I have never been on a dating app. And so one night I was drinking wine with my girlfriend and I was like, let me just do it for you. Like, let me bet these guys for you. I just want to see what this is about. Mm -hmm. And so I was like going through, I was like, he's cute. No, yes, no. And I was like, let's talk to that one. And then I ended up having this like hour conversation about books with this guy and he knew it was me he knew it wasn't the girl whose profile it was and i was like okay you can date my friend now i will pass the phone over to her um but that was like my one and only experience and i was trying to date for my friend so um, there you go. yeah
0: that, like, it's so hard it's i mean
1: it's interesting Definitely yeah and, interesting. and i especially think it's interesting in COVID. i mean people are either trying to find someone in COVID or I know a lot of people are trying to figure out how to live with someone in COVID. Luckily for me and my husband, quarantine went very well for us and we were actually able to unearth a lot of past problems that we were having and get through them and and really rise above the situation. So it kind of just strengthened our bond a lot, which I'm really grateful for. We're
0: very lucky too because there's a lot of the divorces are coming up and people are figuring out they don't even like each other. I could see that I could totally see that happening if you don't, you know, have that strong bond or like people who had those careers where they travel, so they weren't home as much together. And now you're all stuck at home working. Unfortunately, I'm not working at home, but because I'm a pharmacist, so that's just not fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, oi, yeah, yeah. We were both stuck at home and um, it we had a lot of fun. We really did, and yeah. it was really, really, really great. And I, I know a lot of people can't say the same, so I'm really grateful. Right. Um.
0: Another thing, I I was telling you how I love your background, so everybody needs to kind of see that. Like, is this where your desk is at home?
1: Yeah, this is my desk. This is um one of my best friends is a fine artist. Her name is Austin Siegel, and she does abstract oil painting. That's and. Awesome. I somehow finagled my way into grabbing one of them one day. And um, yeah, I I didn't even think like, oh, great Zoom background, but I opened Zoom for the first time after I put it up and I was like, this is a great Zoom background. So it really works.
0: It really is. I have, um, those are, I'm trying to write a children's book in the midst of all this. And so I'm big into adopting and don't shop. So those are my, my four, two passed away, but i don't know if you can see them the last two over here that's maverick and buddy maverick's really chubby
1: (laughs) what kind of dogs are they
0: they're um chihuahuas um maverick we think he needs a test he um has a chihuahua head and a corgi-like body so he he was a little malnourished when he came to me but then he really loves food like he's a foodie (laughs) So, so he's put a lot of weight on and we just lost he just lost five pounds in the pandemic we had to like the reins in because he's getting too chubby
1: oh <laughs> oh that's so good i send you dope. a picture I'll send you yes,
0: a picture yes please
1: I yeah. love dogs
0: I know oh my god they're the best um so going forward into 2021 what, what are your plans what do you see coming for you hopefully we're out of this soon
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah I mean who knows the timeline of when we're done with this but I think I want to enter 2021 without the fear and panic that came with 2020 and without kind of the total can you cuss on here Uh, yeah Okay. without the total shit show that was 2020 I think that I want to incorporate my new normal with the coronavirus and you know working from home and being less you know less social and less out and about and I want to just make it the norm like I don't want to think about Ugh, I can't wait till this is over. And oh, what life used to be like, like, I want to be fully present, and see the gifts that actually did come from this year, because I think there are a lot of gifts, if you really look closely, and just focus on my life, like just focus on moving forward in my career and focus on my friends and family, um, focus on my podcast and create new things. I don't really, I'm tired of this 2020 narrative and I think Mm -hmm. that if this isn't going to go away anytime soon we need to start just living you know safely within the guidelines and you know caring for humanity's health but just getting back to just thinking about our lives. Yeah
0: I don't think our old normal will ever be something that's present coming back anyway and I like what you said about um, kind of staying like in one place because i just feel like everything beforehand was i'd be working at the pharmacy but then i'd have to run to an event then i'd have to travel in the middle of that and it was just run 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 and you never i never even like sat and learned how to cook i've learned how to cook you know what i mean you know really in my bartending skills like it's actually nice i bought a jacuzzi you know
1: (laughs) yeah yeah no i I was in LA I live in San Diego and so I was in LA every other week I was going into an office I had like five social events and now I just don't have so much on my calendar other than work stuff it's just you know I end my nights with a home-cooked meal that I make watching 30 Rock with my husband drinking (laughs) kombucha like I'm happy
0: I've never, I, you know, it's funny, you mentioned that I was reading something about 30 Rock and I was like, you know what? I never sat down and watched that. So I feel like that's something I got to get into. Cause
1: I like that. I, I watched the first episode a bunch of times and I didn't, I don't know why I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Um, but my husband and I like need a show like that where we can put it on and you don't have to be so intensely paying attention. Like mm-hmm. we always watch Parks and Rec or The Office. And then, so 30 Rock was just kind of next up and I like it. It's good. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. Did you watch Emily in Paris?
1: So I watched about three episodes of Emily in Paris and found it to be a little too cringy and cheesy for me to continue. Um, yes, the main character <laughs> is very good looking of a man. Oh,
0: yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, but that was really the only thing that holding me on there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I watched it throughout, but I found the character to be annoying and kind of like obnoxious. It's like
1: it was too stereotypical like stereotypical american stereotypical french people it was just oh god i couldn't i couldn't do it but um i know a bunch of people loved it i mean the costumes and the clothing are amazing
0: i'm like "Hmm, how could i get that
1: (laughs) but where would i wear it now (laughs) Um, to the kitchen
0: (laughs) exactly i know i'm almost feeling like also in this i don't know how to dress up anymore like i'm like okay wait, do these fit anymore? What's happening? What's happening right
1: now? <laughs> I stopped the sweatpants routine pretty early. I yeah. was done. I love dressing up. I, my closet, my staple closet has always been comfortable no matter what. Like I won't buy something <laughs> that's tight or feels annoying when you say it. So my closet's pretty comfy. So, you know, you can put on a black silk maxi skirt and a cute sweater and still feel as comfortable as you are. In a matching sweatsuit, but you just feel a little, a little better, a little more feminine, a little more like, oh, my day is kind of important today. So I've been, I've been dressing up or wearing earrings as I am now, just little things makes you feel better, you know. I mean, you can only be in sweats for so long. I know, like
0: you know, at this point there was a point where I was like, oh, I'm just in a bun again and like Lululemon or whatever. am like, you know, I gotta start getting dressed. So when I come on my podcast, I'm ready. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this Zoom, I feel like, okay, so do you feel this way? Because I feel this way. Calls before coronavirus were just fucking calls. Like we were on the phone. I didn't have to see your face. Right and now every call is on Zoom. And I don't know if it's video. And I don't know if it's not video. And it's like that awkward, do I turn my video on? Right. Um, and I'm over it. Like, just call me. No more Zoom for me. <laughs>
0: I know it's just, a, it, it is. Yeah. It's easier to do the phone call and you have to get dressed and everything. But for me, I like to meet you guys on this show, but
1: podcasts should always have the video on whenever, even if it's not video recorded, when I do my podcast, okay, sis, we always make sure that the, the video is turned on because right. we're having a conversation. Like, you know, it's not just a business transaction. We need to see each other's, you know, body language, you know, it's, it's important yeah. to have the video on for podcasts.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I love it. And then you get to meet so many cool people.
1: (laughs) I know. My sister always says it's such a joke. If you want to network, start a podcast. Like, you know, no one, you can't go up to someone you admire and be like, can I have an hour of your time to go to coffee? They'd be like, "Uh, I'm busy. No. But if you ask them to come on your podcast, they'll probably say yes.
0: It's definitely true. Definitely true. I would love to come on your podcast. If you ever need a guest, I'll come on there. I'll cuss away with you.
1: Oh yes, I know. I, don't you hate podcasts that don't cuss? I'm like, what are you yeah. what am I what am I doing here?
0: People are always asking me, they're like, is it okay if I say I'm like, absolutely. Have you not seen the Dr. Sarah show?
1: <laughs> and I love it. My,
0: those are like big time artists. they're always like, Oh God, there she goes again.
1: <laughs> I love it. You're you said you're in Nashville, right?
0: No, I'm in Boston.
1: You're in Boston. Mm-hmm. Why did you think you were in Nashville? Because
0: I do this show in and out of Nashville.
1: Oh, okay. So you're in Boston. Okay, God, I've always wanted to go to Nashville. I've never been, but I hear it's amazing.
0: It's fun. It's definitely, it's changed. I started that in 2015, started the show. And it was funny, prior to that, this was how it all started. I had made, because of my background in pharmacy, I'd made this app called the SAC app and it stood for Sexual Activity Calendar. And it was like, for people to keep track of who they were sleeping with, but not, we made it funny, but at the same time, like it was to see if we, you know, where you could have picked up an STD because so many girls were coming to me. So that was the original show was in the sack with Dr. Sarah.
1: And then I like that.
0: Yeah. So then what happened was we started getting all these like country music artists requesting to come on the show. And the producer was finally like, we got to kind of change the name if we're going to get bigger and bigger with the name. So that's where the one-on-one with Dr. Sarah came from. And then here we are now.
1: We're on the side. So it's so funny how things evolve. You know, you set out to do one thing and then the universe yeah. just gives you all these other opportunities. And if you're flexible, better things happen.
0: Right. It's so true. I mean, because I thought, oh, this app's going to be it, like spend a lot of money creating it. People did not get it at the time. I feel like if we brought it back now, they might understand it. But at that time, nobody got it.
1: Just yeah, like, but look how it look where it got you, look where it propelled yeah. you towards. Yeah. You wouldn't so, have done the show.
0: It's so true. It's so true. It's just funny how things just kind of keep sliding into each other. But yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a big believer in that.
0: Right. Yeah. So um, where can anybody reach out to you if they want to get in touch with you about PR and everything like that?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. That's my best or yeah, I guess most Every ideal jam. place. <laughs> yeah yeah my email's there um my agency scouts agencies uh username bio whatever it's in the bio you can go check out that you can check out our website scoutsagency.com but just go to ScoutSobel on instagram all my contact information all of my podcast my agency all of that's in the bio and um yeah that's all there yeah and our pretty pictures so right. you know join in
0: right Um, I wanted to talk to you after, but thank you for joining us on on the podcast today. So it was really great conversation. It's great to have another girl out there.
1: Yeah. Um, Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. This is Dr. Sarah. Talk to you soon.